I'm Tyler Miriam. With me, the Director of Athletics at South Dakota State, Justin Sell. And I guess first and foremost, happy Hobo Day, happy Hobo Week. Well, right back at you, and uh, it's been great to see everyone around campus this week. Uh, tons of energy, excitement, uh, foundation events. We had the um, uh, parade this morning. Uh, it's just been an uh, incredibly great day, and uh, I just I thoroughly enjoy this week. And you kind of forget about it because you get into kind of week by week in the fall, and you're churning away trying to pick up wins, and we got so many teams playing, and winter sports are getting ready, and boom, here comes uh, Hobo Week and, and capped off by Hobo day and all the traditions and things that we celebrate and try to really keep alive and they're part of who we are um, it just it feels so good this week I thought it was very proper Steve Erpenbach in the official video uh, for the beginning of Hobo Week that went out uh, across campus earlier this week and and Steve of course heads up the SDSU Foundation talked about one of the neat things about Hobo Day and Hobo Week is all these people that uh, are old friends, but you don't think about all the time, and suddenly you see them in the parade because they're sitting uh, you know, three people down, or you bump into them at halftime of the football game or whatever. It's really a chance for old friends to come together on a day like this, on a week like this. Without a doubt, and, and uh, I think that's the beauty of what college athletics brings to a campus, too. It's always a connecting piece, and I think, you know, remembering your history, uh, it's important for us to pull out and relive those traditions and to carry them on and to, uh, to value those things that have made this place special. And you do, you see so many people that have, like, every button from every hobo uh, day in the past, and, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they value this uh, as much as anybody. And so there's an excitement there's a pride uh you know there's a little responsibility um but i think having uh, that many people come around for all of us that work here and seeing how much they love this university, how much they love the day, what it means to them, how many parades they've been to. Uh, sometimes for many of them, it's their one time to come back for the year. And so to welcome them back to Brookings and to our campus, uh, it really does set up for a special weekend. You just talked about how there's people who have been involved in this for a long time and whose names kind of come to mind. And when we talk about the traditions of Hobo Day, at least for Hobo Week involving Jackrabbit Athletics, within those of us in the department, the two names that come to mind are Tammy Lobin and Kathy Halens, who mean so much to the department, yet are behind-the-scenes individuals for the most part. And they tag-team to organize the unbelievable affair that occurs every Wednesday of Hobo Week, and we got to celebrate it a few days ago. The Hobo Stew, the Hobo Chili, they have sign-up lists. Literally, Kathy goes door-to-door to make sure everybody is a part of it or else. Uh, it's a special day that helps bring everybody together in Jackrabbit Athletics. Yeah, she keeps the tradition alive. You know, she's got all the old songs. Uh, her and Tammy dress up in the garb. Uh, and they're great at bringing new people. You know, we have so many people that are new every year in our athletic program. And uh, they welcome them in and they help them understand our traditions and, and to participate. And, and they do that multiple times throughout the year. If there's a, you know, most companies have a party planning committee or something of that nature. And that's, our, that's those two. Uh, and they really make it so... Every Every event that we do is special, right? And and we get a chance to uh, uh, celebrate these things as a group, and it's fun. Uh, we're all so busy. We're all into so many different things uh, that when we can come together uh, as a group, uh, it usually makes for a pretty special day. I would also say Stig with the whole shaving deal. He's the guy that's kind of kept the uh, you, you got to pay to get out of sh- to be able to shave. He's got all the pieces, and he makes sure everyone kind of holds up their end of the bargain. 
a party planning committee, Tammy and Kathy. Which one is Angela and which one is Phyllis? (laughs) They're their own uh, party planning committee. I'm not going down that road, Tyler. It is a political election season, is it not? It is, and I'm going to win this one. (laughs) Nicely done. Beyond that, though, with with the traditions of the Hobo Day Parade, like we talked about a little bit that happened earlier on today, and with the celebration of today, uh, this place is just very unique. There's homecomings all across campuses throughout the nation, but very few have the unique texture that Hobo Day does. You're right, um, and I think it's well-known in a lot of circles. Uh, obviously, from like a trademarked and licensing piece, it's there, it's ours. Uh, but I think when you look at it broadly, it impacts the entire state. Uh, when you when you say Hobo Day, uh, most people in the state know what that is. People come from all corners uh, to come back to Brookings and to, to partake in the festivities of the week. And so um, it's that's really cool. It, it definitely stands on its own. It's got an amazing history and tradition. And you're involved, again, in some non-athletic events during the course of the week because so many people come back to campus, and a lot of them are excited for Jackrabbit football, obviously, but there's some other big things happening that you get tied into on weeks like this as well. Without a doubt, um, you know, it's you got, uh, especially with the foundation and a, a lot of our major donors and certainly a lot that have donated directly to athletics, but that have made this institution great. And their their vision for what we're trying to do, their trust, their support, uh, it builds confidence. And then to see their passion, uh, you know, I always say after weeks like this, you walk in on Monday morning and you got a little extra hop in your step. You feel great. And uh, you feel great about where you work. You feel great about your school. If it's your alma mater there's no way not to feel really good and those events just help accentuate that it helps recognize those people that are making a difference uh, and it really helps bring us all together and and it's really a strategic time too to continue to build uh, make sure the next uh, 10 hobo days are unbelievably great there's more than just a football game this weekend, though, for SDSU Athletics. Uh, earlier on today, both the men's and women's cross-country teams competed in the Summit League Championships. And then tomorrow, speaking of Summit League Championships, the semifinals will be here in Brookings. The South Dakota State soccer team is what I'm referring to. The Jackrabbits will take the pitch at Fishback Soccer Park at 3 p.m. tomorrow. That's a place that they have not lost seemingly in forever. The senior class has not suffered a home loss, and uh, they have one of the longest unbeaten streaks in NCAA Division I soccer history at home. They've got a ton of tradition. Brock Thompson's program, technically the number two seed, even though they're the only team in Division I that hasn't lost a game this year. Uh, they had two ties in conference. Denver only had one, and so Denver's the number one seed. SDSU's the two. But what that program's been able to do, and Maya Hansen, might be the best player in the history of the program. Her numbers are astonishing, and we still have a year left with her. It's pretty special what that program's up to. Yeah, and the consistency that they've done that. Uh, people forget they're just 20 years old-ish, you know, and uh, having our first Hall of Famer, Jennifer Briggs, uh, uh, go in here a couple weeks ago. And uh, the consistency, the number of NCAA appearances um, every fall, uh, Brock uh, does such a great job of kind of uh, reloading and putting us in a position that um, we're going to play for the Summit League Championship. And if we get out of there, we have a chance to win some some games in the NCAAs and 
Um, so, yeah, they've done such a good job. It's interesting. A lot of times you talk about all those streaks and all those numbers, and, and uh, the people in sports always worry about the jinx effect. I, I just think what he's done and how they consistently build, the only thing they have to worry about is how they play and, and how they manage themselves. And the results will take care of themselves. And if they play well, they're playing well is good enough to beat every team. And so that's a good place to be. Now, we're at a point in the season you had to go do it, yeah. and it's the winner done piece. So there's a little more pressure of it to be able to play at home in front of our fans. Uh, I know people are excited about this team. They're fun to watch. Uh, teams have had to change how they play soccer to address our offensive prowess. And uh, I just think uh, it's uh, really fun to see where that program is. And you touched on Rod DeHaven and what he's done with men's and women's cross country and the success. Uh, you know, th- there's a lot of parallels between those two programs, and they always get us off to a great start in the fall, obviously, along with our football program. Jackrabbit football, the number one team in the FCS now for a second straight week. To go on the road and to dig yourself a 14-point hole and then to rally and win is tough. To do it in consecutive weeks is downright uh, ridiculous, but that's what John Stiglmeyer's team has done. And I'm amazed because it seems like you've held up. The heart rate is okay. The blood pressure didn't get too high because you do tend to pace at times in these games. Yes. Uh, I, obviously, uh, my hairline has been impacted over the years, but there's not really much of that left. So, uh, Who would know? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I, I also hopefully feel like I've matured a little <laughs> bit and, and I can manage the moments better. I, you know, it's funny, uh, both games, I, I didn't – uh, it wasn't ideal. It's not obviously the way you want to start, but I, I never really panicked. It, it was kind of like, okay, just keep it keep it tight, and and uh, things start to turn. And uh, we've got such a good group, and and uh, boy, once they get rolling, it is they are amazing to watch. And you just knew each of those games, if you could just have a little turn of the tide. And and this last week with Dyshawn's interception and return for a touchdown, I think right away that happening so early. I mean, that was like the first six, seven, eight minutes of the game and you're like okay we're we're fine we we just got to get back and do what we do and so um i haven't hit the panic point i don't know that i really want to test being down 14 (laughs) in the fourth quarter but but you know uh there was plenty of time and and again you can see the pieces coming together still managing through injuries the guys are doing a great job growing we're building some depth if we can get through uh the next couple weeks we got a chance to get healthy and and be a pretty big force in the playoffs and I, i really look forward to that but you know now you're at a point of the season it is truly one weekend you just we got to manage this weekend and then we'll figure out whatever's next but uh come out and uh, do what we need to do today and and uh, keep that thing moving forward and this is such a fun time too because now the playoff picture is starting to become clear it's a long way from being fully in the the box, but you're starting to get a sense of things because it was judgment day in the big sky last week with four top 10 teams playing one, one another. So you see how those games play out and, and then you have an upset like Southern Illinois losing at USD. And now you get a a little clearer picture of things. And it's very simple. SDSU has three games left. If it wins all three, it'll be the only undefeated team in the Missouri Valley. And it would be uh, unthinkable to not be one of the top two seeds when the NCAA FCS playoff committee comes out with its rankings. The Jacks still have to take care of business. You're not putting the card ahead of the horse, but if that's where you want to be, these are the conversations you need to have in late October. 
Without a doubt, and you put yourself in a position that if you win the next three, uh, you got a chance to do something really special. Um, you know, in years past, we might have needed the next three to try to make an eight seed or mm -hmm. to make the playoffs, you know, and, and we're in a very different spot now. It's fun to control your destiny uh, to that degree. Uh, to have two out of the three at home, uh, you know, is great. Our fan base and support, and today it's going to be amazing again. Uh, that home field advantage is real, and so, um, yeah, I think we've positioned ourselves and now you're you're in the the championship part of the season it's kind of it's funny how it all comes together with uh, tr uh, track and cross co or co cross country along with soccer and volleyball here in a few weeks but there is this championship uh, season that it feels different uh, you know and the the value of a win at this time is just a little bit heavier and uh, I, I have full confidence in uh, Stig and our guys to go out and get it done. Well, this time of year with the football team making its run, it whets your appetite for the postseason. At the same time, maybe you need to whet your palate. And what a better way to do that than with the brand new Ears Up beer. That was that sounded like an advertisement. Very well done. Uh, yeah, I am... Uh, I, you know, we've done so many cool things at SDSU, and, and uh, I've been around a lot of fun things. Uh, this might be the most fun I've had, I think, and, and I think from a combination of uh, the opportunity to see the impact of alcohol sales this year. It's gone so well. Uh, people are so excited and thankful for it. Uh, it's just been another add to uh, game day experience. And then to have our own branded beer. And I think when people see the can and adding the checkerboard end zone or, or basketball ends of the floor piece to it, the ears up uh, uh, kind of branding name is cool. The go big, go blue, go jacks with a running rabbit. Like it, it, it will stand out on a shelf uh you know it's something that i think our jackrabbit fans will take a lot of pride in uh wanting to support uh the requests and sales uh, early this week it kind of went out uh, to the market and uh you know ferns and our partners down there that helped put it all together and, and thankful for that relationship too and their ability to distribute uh basically sold out of uh all of the the pallets that we had put together and we're furiously making more beer so we expect uh, jackrabbit nation to keep uh keep on buying and and i want to make it clear it's not a like a seasonal or a kind of one-off thing this is something that we'll have uh from here on out and we're excited to have a branded beer. I think almost anything you put a Jackrabbit logo on right now is going like hotcakes. People are uh, wanting to support this university and are excited about it. And then uh, lastly, it tastes great. We had a chance to work through that process and get it right. I think our Jacks fans that come to games are going to love uh, love the beer, and so we were part of that process too. I think you have to say this beer has certainly created quite a buzz within Jackrabbit Nation. It has, and uh, one of those uh, duties, uh, uh, you know, as assigned uh, the ability to do some uh, taste testing, uh, you know, that was one of my more enjoyable experiences as an athletic director as well. I got to come home from work, and my wife asked me how my day went, and I said, well, you'll never guess, but I got to do some taste testing of beer today, uh, and that was my job. Furious application process and the sifting through of those to decide who indeed would get to be a part of that, it was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, surprisingly, so many people signed up, and uh, you know it was tough. Uh, it was tough to tough to make a cut, but uh, um, you know we I think we got the right people. We got the right pallets involved. It's well done, my friend. Well done. What are you most looking forward to today? 
you know, just just being together. It's weird. It feels like we haven't been at home for a while, and and uh, you know, to be back at home and to to watch our guys and their approach this week after a you know a gauntlet of road games and rivalry games and and being named number one team in the country and and handling all that. Just watching that kind of approach, spending time with a ton of people today, and I've already felt all week the excitement around uh, being a Jackrabbit. I think you know it's just going to be one of those days. I'm I'm going to really try to enjoy. And then, obviously, looking forward to a, a big Jackrabbit victory. We need one. It's important. And uh, uh, But we're going to have some fun today. I'm looking forward to it. Always good to catch up. Appreciate the time and uh, have fun today. Yeah, thanks, Tyler.